Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings today are from Tuesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the book of Exodus. A certain man of the house of Levi married a Levite woman who conceived and bore a son. Seeing that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. When she could hide him no longer, she took a papyrus basket, daubed it with bitumen and pitch, and putting the child in it, placed it among the reeds on the riverbank. His sister stationed herself at a distance to find out what would happen to him. Pharaoh's daughter came down to the river to bathe, while her maids walked along the riverbank. Noticing the basket among the reeds, she sent her handmaid to fetch it. On opening it, she looked, and lo, there was a baby boy crying. She was moved with pity for him and said, it is one of the Hebrews' children. Then his sister asked Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call one of the Hebrew women to nurse the child for you? Yes, do so, she answered. So the maiden went and called the child's own mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child and nurse it for me and I will, I will repay you. The woman therefore took the child and nursed him. When the child grew, she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter who adopted him as their, her son and called him Moses. For she said, I drew him out of the water. On one occasion, after Moses had grown up, when he visited his kinsmen and witnessed their forced labor, he saw an Egyptian striking a Hebrew, one of his own kinsmen. Looking about and seeing no one, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. The next day he went out again, and now two Hebrews were fighting. So he asked the culprit, why are you striking your fellow Hebrew? But the culprit replied, who has appointed you ruler and judge over us? Are you thinking of killing me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses became afraid and thought, the affair must certainly be known. Pharaoh, too, heard of the affair and sought to put Moses to death. But Moses fled from him and stayed in the land of Midian. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. I am sunk in the abysmal swamp where there is no foothold. I have reached the watery depths The flood overwhelms me. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. But I pray to you, O Lord, for the time of your favor, O God. In your great kindness, answer me with your constant help. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. But I am afflicted and in pain. Let your saving help, O God, protect me. I will praise the name of God in song and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. See you, lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor, and his own who are in bonds, he spurns not. Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus began to reproach the towns where most of his mighty deeds had been done since they had not repented. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will go down to the netherworld. For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the land of Sodom on the day of judgment than for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. When I was in eighth grade, I recall one afternoon just after lunch recess when the entire class was in trouble. I have no memory as to what we had done or what some of us had done at least, 
I faintly recall that whatever it was, there was a group of actual perpetrators, while the rest of the class refused to snitch on those who had committed the offense. We all sat in silence as our teachers berated us as a class. But the worst moment, at least in my memory, was when Sister Jane Harriet, who we had nicknamed Crazy Jane, one of the sixth grade teachers, came in to tell us she thought we were such a good class and we had done such a bad thing. Her last words before leaving the room near tears were, you make me so disappointed. She may as well have stabbed us all in the heart. We thought Sister Jane was a bit of a nut, true, but she was kind and she was a nun. She thought we were good kids and we had disappointed her, we had disappointed her so much that she came up from the sixth grade classroom to tell us in person. Woe to you, Corazine. Woe to you, Bethsaida. And as for you, Capernaum, Jesus is speaking to his fellow Galileans and telling them just how disappointed he is. And he really turns the knife by saying that the pagans from Tyre and Sidon are closer to heaven than they are. When I realize that I am a modern-day Galilean, I'm suddenly back in the eighth grade, feeling the way I did when Sister Jane stormed out. You and I claim to know Jesus. We pray, we go to Mass, we, f- we read Father Pat's Reflections. Even I do that, since I generally don't remember what I wrote by the time you read it. And deep down, we presume that while we're not perfect, we're better than the other guy. And Jesus is a nice room all ready for us in his father's house. Not so fast. That's called presumption. And it's a sin, a pretty big one, in fact. And I know I commit it all the time. And when I catch myself, I look for someone who deserves heaven more than me. Surprisingly, the person I see first is not always Catholic and almost assuredly is not a priest. The person may be a man or a woman, old or young, black, white, brown, or yellow. The one virtue that that person always displays, in my experience, is humility, authentic humility. Sister Jane Harriet knocked my eighth grade class down a peg. That's not only good on occasion, it's necessary to get to heaven. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day. Say a prayer for me. Thank you.